You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, I have a very, very special guest with us today. Now, he's a part of this, pretty much the biggest story in America. It is my honor to bring to the Hair Radio Morning Show the one and only, we're going to say, Dr. Obang, Dr. Michael Obang. Thank you so much and welcome to the broadcast. I was getting ready to work in Miracle Doctor. Was <laughs> that was my day there? So good morning to you, and we're just so honored to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Kerry. It's an honor and a privilege uh, to be on the show this morning. And well, to, uh, I give, uh, yeah. my experience with your audience. Wonderful. Well, I have to jump right on in, and we're talking about the amazing work that you have done with Miss Tessica Brown. Now, it has been reported everywhere and across the Internet. We're talking about huge uh, in terms of the uh, notoriety that's been, you know, reached about the, you know, about the story. In terms of uh, Tessica, somehow with the Gorilla Glue uh, that was, that, you know, she placed in her hair and, and everybody knows the story. Well, what we don't know and what you might be able to tell us is, like a, you know, what, what prompted her beyond what we've seen in the reported, you know, you know, gossip and this and that. What can you tell us that might shed some light on on how this? Because you would have had to kind of, you know, kind of, I, I imagine, delve into that a little bit so you know how best to treat it. So, what can you share with us today, Doctor Oving? Thank you very much, Kerry. Uh, You're welcome. Kristen. Uh, what happened with Tessica was very unfortunate. You know, it's one of those honest mistakes, you know, that somebody ran on something they thought they can use an alternative uh, on a temporary basis. And you were turned into a, a month ordeal and a, a worldwide fanfare. And, of course, you know, these accidents happen all the time. And it's not just with hair or hairspray. You know, it happens all the time when people are, you know, washing their mouth with the, other, the wrong um, mouthwash, and so on and so forth. Um, and I think the world should give Tessica a break. You know, uh, uh, women go through a lot with their hair, especially black women. And, uh, you know, to to get a bottle of a gorilla spray uh, or blue spray to spray it to her head, thinking that she can wash it off, you know, in a few hours, uh, you, know, you know, that has turned into a national story or you know, a worldwide fanfare. Uh, it's something of a, it's a cautionary tip for all of us, and that's what I can say to that. Well, I have to kind of add to that. I uh, I looked at everything when I started researching this, and I kind of looked at both the product that I believe she typically used and ran out of versus the uh, product that she used. And honestly, there was, in my opinion, this is Carrie Hines, there was like a similar kind of description from me, from my words. So to me, you know, I can understand how somebody might do something like that, especially in a sense of, you know, when you're desperate and want your hair to look a certain way. You know, these are the, the, you know, how a lot of folks have been kind of pushed to that limit in terms of that. That's the bigger, broader story now seems to be hidden out there. But um, I want to kind of take a moment to uh, kind of turn to your uh, the questions that folks have uh, asked me to ask you about the process and so forth. So 
can you walk us through uh, what, because you created this concoction, if you, I had to work concoction, but you created, uh, you know, you did some research and, and came up with, uh, you know, what to use to kind of alleviate the situation to remedy this, um, you know, the situation. So how, can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, so when the when the story first broke and we got wind of it, and my office asked me if I can help it, and of course I said I can. Uh, you know, of course I didn't know it was a, a national sensation or something that had taken the whole world by storm. Uh, you know, I just said in confidence and in gratuity that you know, pretty much anything I can think of, I can do it through the through the Lord who has strength, you know, who strengthens me. But when I found out was Gorilla Glue and it became a reality, after I said, yes, I can do it, and within two, three hours later, you know, I was getting confirmatory uh, uh, message that, okay, she's going to be here two days later, which was on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Wow. You know, I said, sure. So, of course, you know, I'm not I'm not in a field that uses Gorilla Glue all the time. Uh, I've, I've heard of Gorilla Glue or Crazy Glue, but I don't know what was in it. Uh but uh, you know, once once I heard about it, I knew I was going to do it. You know, with any good, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, any good visionary or great visionary, uh, you you want to go look into and do research into what you're about to do. And if you are not used to it, you know, you have to delve into uh, the problem much deeper. Uh, so of course, I had to yeah. Google Gorilla Glue, and I had to Google the the main ingredients, which happens to be polyurethane, which is a very uh, very, very strong adhesive that, you know, goes back, ah. you know, uh, that was born into America, I think, in the early 1990s uh, from the uh, Southeast Asia, where it was being used to for furniture manufacture. Then I then decided, okay, what can then dissolve for urethane? You know, what are some of the solvents available? And having a chemistry background, you know, helped. So uh, I was able to find out the different things that can break it down. But now... We are not talking about just breaking something down on uh, on the surface, but this is on a human skin or human scalp. And, of course, being a doctor also tells me that if you put caustic solutions or caustic uh, substances on the body, on the scalp, it can potentially burn it. So now we have to find a fine balance between something that was gentle to the skin or the scalp and something that was effective enough to dissolve this powerful glue. And after the research that I did in the last two days, on Monday night, Tuesday night, and also making a call to Gorilla Glue and my old chemistry professor just to pick a, his, a, his idea, his brain. <laughs> wow. And made me come up with something. Of course, Gorilla Glue never reached back to me. Uh, they texted me that they tried to reach me. But, uh, uh, but by the time they texted me on I think Wednesday morning, I had already figured it out. Uh, and I have wow. done experiments on the on the mannequin on the not more of a mannequin on the on the skull on this on the skull that I have one of those surgical scars that I used to use when I when I used to teach residents how to uh, put plates and screws in people's faces and that's sat in front you know that's sat, that's sat, that's sits in my office so you know, we're we're fortunate enough to get hair donated by the Southern Temple here in Beverly Hills. Uh, Southern oh, Temple. Shout out to that. Yeah, shout out oh. to Southern Temple. They gave me human hair. Uh, Veronica gave me human hair. We put the hair onto this call. Uh, and then, you know, we took the glue. So my staff, Oscar Garcia, my assistant, went to 
uh, Home Depot to buy me Gorilla Glue and buy me all these things that I needed, you know. Uh, wow. And we were able to spray, and I still have it here in my office, and it's stuck to this car. I can I spray around holding the hair. So we what we first did was to glue the human hair during by Southern Temple to this car, and then we glue hair extensions on top of the human hair. And then we let it sit for about six hours, and then the solution that I've tried on myself initially brand my you know it brands we do what's called test spots, so it brands a little brand which is fine. If you use a little Q-tip and it brands, that means it's going to brand the scalp. So after we find the right solution that was hard, was gentle to my skin, I knew it was going to be gentle to scalp, and we used it on the on the mannequin on the skull, the the demo I had created, and the hair started to unravel. So, but you know, back then and then, I knew that we had a product that can dissolve human, you know, that can dissolve gorilla group. And when Tessica arrived on Wednesday morning, I was very confident, without a doubt, that it was going to be successful. And by the grace of God, everything went well, and uh, you know, she's back in Louisiana doing well. Absolutely, and and we're so proud to hear of that. We really are. One of the questions that came in from one of my followers and fans of the show, uh, they wanted to know if the treatment that you provided, like, you know, did it have any effect on her, the hair follicles, you know, on her hair follicles? Because, you know, it's so, it's so, you know, um, you have to be so careful, like you said, it's, you know, you know, in terms of preventing like long-term damage or anything like that. Is there anything that you could tell us about, you know, it, because she seems to be really happy. I think I caught some videos where she was running her fingers through her hair and all of that. So uh, is there, were you, you know, did the glue go all the way down inside the follicles? Anything that you could tell us on that part? So, so you know, initially, of course, uh, things can, can, uh, can penetrate to hair follicles whenever you put stuff on your scalp or your skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without you know, so you know, I can tell you that the glue uh, initially would have gone into the follicles. Of course, it would temporary burn because of the fact that it's uh, it's caustic in nature. It would temporary burn. I mean, it will burn a little bit, but uh, and it might have some temporary effect on the hair follicles. But I think mm-hmm. all in all, she's going to recover. And then the solution that we use, uh, yeah, solution that we use was very gentle. Uh, gentle enough that it's not going to hurt her follicles. It hasn't hurt my hair follicles, so hopefully you shouldn't hurt her hair follicles. Yeah, well, I now, what about... Yes. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. I was just going to no, ask you, what about ahead. subsequent uh, follow-ups? Uh, is this going to be something that she that you're going to have to work with her ongoing, or is she just going to be able to just resume you know, her life as it was before this happened? Yeah, she she should be back to normal life, you know. But uh, I told her to be very gentle with her, with her hair and her scalp, you know. Just to, in simplicity terms, just to treat her like a newborn baby, you know. You don't want to put harsh chemicals. Or everything that she she uses should be very gentle in nature. And I recommend using baby baby shampoo, baby conditioner, just things that has very nothing that is harmful to, or that can also cause. Uh, that can also compromise and already compromise, uh, you know, scalp. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Obang, I do want to take a moment because I understand that there is a uh, charitable organization that you are associated with or uh, or helped establish that I just love, you know, what I read about this. And 
helping the folks over in Ghana. And we have so many listeners who tune in from Ghana to the show. They're big fans. So, yeah, so I'm not, uh, and I know them, a lot of them by name. So that's not just me saying anything. So So I'm so proud. Thank you for getting my Ghanaian, my, uh, my Ghanaian people uh, involved, uh, you know, and uh, shout out to them, you know. It took a village. It took a it took a village to 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 get me to America. And at the tender age of twenty, when I left home uh, to come to college here, and of course, twenty eight years, almost thirty years later, the Lord has blessed me so much that you know we we decided. You know, growing up in Ghana, we I saw a lot of diseases and illnesses, you know, and deformities that were attributed to witchcraft you know people at the time and mm. and there's some of the belief is still there you know in the remote areas you know of uh yes people still think that children with deformities are cursed and you know the the little gods you know witches you know they are cursed and their families are cursed that's why they come out like that they don't understand that we have the same issues here in the western world in america that kids are born with cleft with cleft palate and these are normal kids it's just that you know during the developmental state developmental process Things did not go according to plan. You know, things uh, there were not little mishaps, and that's why these kids have deformities. And these kids can be treated, and they can have normal life. You know, the field of plastic surgery uh, became uh, known to me uh, at the tender age, I believe, around 13 to 15, when I witnessed firsthand uh, the works of Operation Smile when they came to Ghana and mm. did surgery on a neighbor. Uh, the beautiful young lady I grew up with, her brother, her her face had been burned with sulfuric acid, which mm. was very common place growing up in Ghana. You can go buy acid, and they use it for your cars, but, you know, to add it to the battery. And this young, this man put acid on the young lady's face because uh, she didn't want to be in a relationship with him. And her face was burned, and she became a recluse. She never really left her home. And, you know, I saw the first thing what Operation Smile uh, did. And of course, you know, I didn't see Operation Smart doing the surgery, but I asked my friend, wow, what happened to your sisters? Oh, there's a group of doctors from America came to Ghana, you know, came and did this surgery on her. And, you know, I saw the restoration of hope, you know, that this young lady has. So from that day, I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. So fast forward, uh, in 1998, 98, 99, one of my mentors, Dr. Miller, John Miller, uh, when surgery, I was in training at the time. I think uh, I was a fourth year medical student, third year medical student. Uh, Dr. Miller was doing surgery. He's a plastic surgeon, a hand surgeon. And he looked at me and said, Michael, you are from Ghana, right? I said, yeah. I said, why don't we go to Ghana and do pre-surgery? Now, he's the one who put the seed in my head in 1998, 99. And, uh, of course, uh, I knew that, you know, the Lord has blessed me. And, you know, when the Lord, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. So that's right. That's right. 2006, when I was in Boston at Harvard doing my fellowship, that's when the name Restore came to my head. You know, Restore is the name of my nonprofit organization, and it stands for Restoring Emotional Stability Through Outstanding Reconstructive Efforts. And since 2007, we've been to we've been to Africa, as you know, we've been to uh, Central America, Southeast Asia. And we have done over 100, oh, I'm sorry, over 1,500 surgeries, all free of, sorry, all free of charge. Uh, you know, that is and, amazing. And last year when COVID hit, we decided to to start offering help in our own backyard. Of course, uh, you know, we still help people. You know, every year I'm a big breast cancer advocate and breast reconstruction advocate. I, for, you know, I, I had.
was uh, uh, launched by the American Society of Plastic Surgeons in 2012, uh, hosted an event to educate women about their rights to breast reconstruction. So charity has always been a forefront of mine, and I've always joked around that if I was a trust fund baby, I'd be going to I'd be going to developing countries doing free surgery, or even here in America, offering help to people who can navigate through the complex process of our healthcare. That is That's why this story is so important and so dear to my heart. Wow. Well, we are just blown away. And for folks who are just joining us, uh, we're talking today on the Hair Radio Morning Show with the one and only Dr. Michael Obeng from out in Beverly Hills. Now, we understand that you work with uh, the director of Miko Plastic Surgery uh, out in Beverly Hills. How is all of that and and uh, your work there? Does that play a part in you taking on some of these uh, extra efforts and helping, you know, folks who are in such need? with uh, yeah, so, plastic surgery? So Miko Plastic Surgery is my practice here in Beverly Hills. Uh, we've been here for 10 years, wow. and uh, it has been the engine be- behind my charity, you know, the money uh-huh. that we made from here as opposed to charity. Uh, this charity has been supported you know, largely in part by the efforts of uh, you know, our practice here, the staff and friends, about 75% and 25% of donations from, from other sources, uh, you know, and so... It means a lot to me. It means a lot to me that the Lord has blessed me enough to give me a practice that can fund, uh, you know, to help the people in need, uh, free of charge. And, uh, you know, for those of you guys listening, uh, you know, we are here. We are here to serve the general public. You know, we offer, uh, you know, the two breadth of plastic surgery, of course, my the entire staff and colleagues. You know, so we do everything here. Um, I like to do more faces. And uh, breast and body procedures, and then um, I have colleagues here who does other things. But uh, you know, this practice has been the engine behind Restore. And for those of you listening, if you want to help and uh, spread the love and re- restore more hope and function and uh, put smiles on people's faces and change communities, you guys can uh, go to RestoreWorldwide.org. Uh, every donation is appreciated. You know, and no amount of money is little. Um, you know, so we thank you guys, you know, for for tuning in to listen to me and uh, to share my story with you guys. And you guys can also follow us at Dr. Michael K. Obeng. Uh, that's my full name. And also at Restore Worldwide. Uh, that's the uh, Restore's uh, social media handle. So thank you very much, Kerry. It's been my pleasure. I have to say again, thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Obeng. This is just been a big thing, and, and you've helped to clarify a whole lot and shine light on all of this. And we're going to continue to support and follow you out there in California. We're in New York, so we're going to continue, and everybody's listening from all over the world to this uh, today. So thanks again. And let me just give a shout-out to your team. They are amazing. We love them over here at Hair Radio. They've been awesome in helping us coordinate everything. So thanks uh, to you and, of course, your team. Dr. Michael Obeng. We, we're going to call you, you the Miracle you. Doctor. Okay, thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Oh, you got it. All right, have a good day. Thanks so much.